0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure. You got this, Adidas. Let's take this outside with Marianne Iveson the podcast where she speaks to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about why they connect with nature.
1: Jen Adams and Eric Betteridge are experts in bike packing and the creators of the Log Drivers Waltz, an 800 kilometer bike packing route through Ontario and Quebec. In 2022, Jen and Eric backpacked over 7,000 kilometers, which included grand departs on the 4,400 kilometer Tour Divide and a time trial on the North of 7770. They have also created a social project they called Bike Packing for All through inclusive panel discussions, mechanics workshops, and rallies. This project has continued to grow as more riders join the bikepacking community, please give a warm welcome to Jen and Eric. Jen and Eric, welcome to Let's Take This Outside. We all have our cute little homemade mugs ready to go, probably with tea. How are you today? I'm taking a sip while I ask, how are you? (laughs) We're good.
0: I'm good. I'm good. I've got my favorite mug that I got at the neighborhood services uh, about 20 years ago for a quarter. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm drinking from.
1: We have some mutual friends and people, uh, Rial Perriard, who has been a guest on this podcast. I just saw him actually the other day at Bushchaka, which is hilarious. He's he's a wonderful person. My friend, Emily LaFleche, uh, does the log drivers as well, um and her partner, Carl. So we have a lot of intertwining networks here so i'm really excited to to chat with you cool
0: yeah likewise and there's also liam
1: oh of course you know yeah Yeah. also a guest on the podcast yeah had a great ride to kingston
0: with liam When he was 14
1: when he was 14 yeah yeah okay i I need to ask him about that the next time i i see him one of our many uh
2: rides to kingston on the rita lake cycle tour liam joined in and oh
1: yeah
0: he was he was as, he was as good then as he is now at endurance sports, so it was good.
1: Um, I think he might be better now. I don't know. He's pretty good right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I'm, I'm just saying he was not he was not a dead weight. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> you are. The, I will call you the bike packing pros when it comes to planning, executing. You were actually at a bike packing weekend in Chelsea, Quebec. What was that all about? Because that is like bike that is bike packing nerd central, right?
2: It was definitely bikepacking nerd central. It was the Canadian Shield bikepacking summit, a first edition.
0: Yeah, and and there were also besides the the sort of people that are deep into it, there were quite a number of people that were there to gain uh, information and experience and, uh, and and learn. So it was uh, it was a really nice mix of of people that have a lot of experience and people that have very little or none and are just interested. So it was good.
2: It was a full weekend of, um, the, the, there were rides and a whole program. There were some booths there from, from the industry and it was a ton of great exchange and community building over, over two days.
0: Yeah. And interestingly, like, uh, I think just over 50% of the participants were women. Yeah.
2: yeah. So we were invited to be, uh, speakers in the program. And uh, we had the chance to be the the, uh, the first presentation, and it was, it was actually a lot of fun on Saturday morning to present and then get our presentation out of the way and and uh,
1: relax a bit. I feel like I'm going to get my own presentation over the next twenty or thirty minutes.
2: <laughs> well, every every presentation is different,
1: so <laughs> I do want to d- dive into what is bike packing. Whether you're a beginner, whether you're a longtime pro, but you seem please excuse me if I'm wrong, but you are total couple goals when it comes to, you've been together for over 30 years and you do everything together and you do outside things together. And I'm like, that is, that's something I want to be able to bike across the country with my spouse and not murder him. That sounds like a (laughs) dream come true.
0: You know, that's very interesting. (laughs) We do a lot of almost everything together. And, we, you know, we've developed some really good strategies over the years in terms of communication stuff, but it, it's a constant, let's say, it can, it, it continual effort to make sure that we're uh, communicating well and being respectful. and.
2: Yeah, love. but but we have always both loved uh, doing big outdoor adventures, and so we like doing them together, and that's a good thing, because we can do big things together that that are very enriching as uh as a shared experience.
1: I don't want to get into your deep, dark secrets or anything, but is there anything really dumb that you fight over? Like maybe one of you doesn't always forgets to pack the, the Kit Kats or is there something that you guys always fight over or something silly like that on bikepacking tours?
0: I don't say fight, but getting going in the morning is a, um, I'm, I'm slow, like packing my bag and getting all that. And Jen is not slow. Actually, Jen's not slow at anything and I'm slow at everything. So so there's this constant a little bit of tension there. So it's it's more me just putting pressure on myself than her putting pressure on me. So
1: Jen, do you have a comment on that? Or are you <laughs> <right>? that's <laughs>
2: that's a reality, but it uh it's it's not just uh like forgetting to put the the, the Kit Kat in or whatever. It's it's it is a challenging, challenging thing that
0: yeah, yeah, we recognize it and and so we you know we we have to do what we can to to mitigate it.
1: Exactly. And that's what makes a great relationship. Again, to be able, I don't know a lot of couples who could spend as much time together doing something really awesome. So I give you lots of kudos. Let's start with what is bikepacking? It's a niche. It's something very niche in the cycling world, but it is epic and so cool. It's something I don't do, but something I definitely would do.
2: Yeah, it it is. It's very niche and it's, it's not new the new modern materials have kind of added new new dimensions to it it is to me it is really adventuring on a bike it is cycle touring that is done on a bike that allows you to to go off the beaten path and carry what you need on your bike to be self-supported and carry your, carry your gear on your bike in a way that it's not going to flop around. And it allows you the freedom of a bike that will be able to ride single track or ride gravel roads, the back roads. It's cycle touring.
0: It's a lot like if you went ultralight hiking, but you took a bike. And then instead of carrying stuff on your back, you shoved it in little bags and tied them all over your bike. Really, that's, uh, there's, that, that's another definition.
1: Yes. I do want to get into more technicalities later, but where did your love of it start? Is it something you discovered together, or is it something that maybe one of you liked first and the other one got into? We've done a lot of
2: cycling over the years, lots and lots of cycling, and Eric has done more cycling than I have, and he's been definitely the one kind of pulling us toward one kind of cycling or another. I would say I did a bunch of cycle touring Uh, when i was younger and i did mountain biking toured in europe and used a bike a lot but i didn't work in a bike shop like eric did
0: (laughs) no but we we actually got into it pretty much by accident we were supposed to go on a canoe trip one summer and well this will sound wimpy but it was a really buggy summer and we hadn't actually chosen where we were going to go we hadn't really got our food together and so we thought Let's go for a bike ride instead because maybe we'll be able to not have to camp in the Bugs. I mean, which is kind of silly because we actually have done a lot of camping in the Bugs. But that particular year, we just went out and uh, we ended up going to uh, southern Ontario and we rode a, a route called the Butter Tart 700, which at that time was 700 kilometers long. I, I just saw on the uh, web today that it's 790 eight kilometers long now because he keeps on adding to it (laughs) actually i think he's just trying to catch up to us so we ended up going down to uh saint jacobs and riding the 700 kilometer route sort of as a holiday really we we didn't take camping gear and we took credit cards and jen booked us a bunch of uh, places to stay and we went for a week and had a blast
2: we had a we had a a really nice holiday and it it was really just taking taking a lot of cycling trips of the past one step further we had done like every 24th of may weekend we would do a bike trip with our kids and we would head out from our place and ride you know ride to charbot lake or ride ride to perth and we we would do a three-day weekend what was different about this holiday that that we did in 2019 was we found a, a, a route, a curated bike packing route, and our, a friend of ours lent us their Garmin. And Bill actually loaded the route uh, onto it for us, <laughs> and uh, and then we we drove to uh, St. Jacobs, and Eric had the Garmin, and and he rode around in circles and found the route, and then we followed this line on the the GPS unit, and so we. We had the experience for the first time of following a curated bikepacking route. And that really is modern bikepacking at, at its best, where you're riding somebody's route that brings you into awesome country that you might not have otherwise ridden into, known about, and you can plan your trip around somebody else's route that they put out there and share.
0: Yeah. Or or you can go exploring yourself. I mean, there, there's, there's, yeah. there, there's definitely that side of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can, I think you can probably. I'm, I'm assuming here. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You can either do, you can camp, or maybe you can book B and B's, or you can kind of do whatever you want, right? Depending on where you are. And
2: every bike is different. Everybody's interests are different, and um, every outing is different, and so people can tailor their bike packing to whatever they they want to do, and it it definitely can be credit card camping where you. You just bring a minimal amount of clothing to go out for dinner or, or what have you. Go, go light and s- sleep in, in accommodation along the way and, and buy your food. Or you can bring the full kit. You can bring your tent and bring stove and bring, bring food and be completely self-supported and self-contained. Not have to, to sleep in, in accommodation along the way
1: you have done it's called the grand departs on the 4400 kilometer tour divide is that is that the correct terminology on that yes yeah so that's kind of that's like the the mecca for for bike packing right for like or for touring right that's the is that's the big one right so correct me but also doesn't it go from canada like banff all the way down to like new mexico yes it does that's what it is. So, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. But also, how do you even train for a forty four hundred kilometer bike ride? I feel like a lot of that's just mental. At some point, like I, I just, I, am having a hard time wrapping my head around this a little bit.
0: Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, you, it, training. You, you can't go and train for a forty four hundred kilometer <laughs> route. You can, you can do things that will help you prepare. It actually just started this, uh, this past Friday, so it's actually running right now. Yeah, and and it's actually kind of cool because we're we're following dots of people on track leaders that we know. The thing about about it is that yes, it's it's mental. A lot of it's equipment preparation, a lot of wear and tear on equipment over forty four hundred kilometers. And actually, technically, the Tour Divide is a race, like it's an underground race. But ma- many people are vying for the fastest known time on it.
1: Like Leo Wilcox, right? That's one of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's got the women's fastest known time, and she's actually really uh, close to it. Like, there's a little dot that's her fastest known time moving down the trail at the same time, and she's uh, she's very close to her, her own fastest known time. And looks like the men's fastest known time or the overall fastest known time is might be up for grabs again this year too. So, and that's after probably a good seven or eight years.
2: Yeah, it has not been has not been broken, but the Tour is kind of the the most well-known endurance bikepacking event.
1: And that's through every kind of weather, every kind of terrain. Like that is everything you could from, again, Banff to New Mexico. I can't think of, I can't think of an ecosystem you wouldn't go through.
2: Yeah, it through four states. It uh, leaves the second Friday in June every year in order to have the longest days available, uh, most sunlight available for people to to be riding in. Uh, But it also means that uh, there can be a lot of snow in the passes at that time, not this year. I think it's a fast year in terms of snow, but last year it was a late, late uh, snowpack melt. And so there was tons of snow in the passes, but the route crosses the continental divide 20 times over the course of the, the distance from Banff to Antelope Wells, New Mexico. It's through back the forestry roads and a lot of state forests. And it's rooted through the most just spectacular uh, landscapes, Canadian Rockies and and uh, American Rockies.
0: When, when people talk about Everesting, I don't know how many times it, you Everest on this route, but it's like four or five anyway. So it's,
1: uh, oh, by the way, and for clarification, Everesting is when you do 20, is it 28,000 yeah. feet? The, the equivalent of 28,000 feet, right? Yes. And you have, it's not even like you're on like a 10 pound speed on a road. You're carrying all your stuff with you. You're by yourself. I'm sure you're seeing other people and there's people cheering. But
0: no, there's no people cheering. It's a, this is like this is this is this is self-supported through the woods. But like I mean, but I uh, mean, like
1: maybe in towns, if they're going through towns, there might be some people cheering. Like, on um, no, there's no, there's no one cheering for you. You're just like in your own head the whole time.
2: There are individuals
1: along the way that may somehow
2: reach out. They may know about it. There are signs definitely signs along the way that encourage people. But just want to say one thing that it is a race. The Tour Divide is a solo self-supported ride from Banff to New Mexico or from New Mexico to Banff. So right from the get-go, Eric and I relegated ourselves from the race. We were aiming to be there. We, We started with the Grand Depart and we were riding at what is considered race pace, but we were not Technically, in the the, the tour divide race.
0: Because because we shared food. Because we
1: were, we were, and we shared
0: accommodation. So,
1: oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Well, but you did it and you, and you finished it. And you, yes. And yeah, we're, we're
2: very proud of that.
0: (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's Take This Outside now has a newsletter. Keep up to date with outdoor news, events, and great discount codes and deals from our partners. Sign up today and let's take this outside.ca.
1: I really want to turn this to, you know, the the tour divide's amazing, but I want to talk about what you have created for people in Eastern Ontario, the Log Driver's Waltz, which is coming up July 29th, correct? Yes. So this started, did this start in the pandemic? Where like where did this idea come from? And what what does log driver's waltz even mean? Like, what does that have to do with cycling?
2: <laughs> the log driver's waltz. Bikepacking route is an
1: 800-kilometer
2: route that we created around the Ottawa and Gatineau Valleys. And we created it, really the idea of it all came together on our drive home from riding the Butter Tart 700, the bikepacking route in
1: the Bruce Peninsula. We had such a good holiday. Also, Bruce Peninsula, like the be- most beautiful part of Ontario. It's amazing. Oh,
0: it's just gorgeous. Second most beautiful part of Ontario. <laughs> One
1: of the most beautiful parts of Ontario. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Okay. Really
2: gorgeous. And the, the curated route, the experience of riding a curated route was was really, really rich for us. And on our drive home, we said, well, we know the back roads of the Ottawa Valley. and." we could put together a really fantastic bikepacking route that we could kind of paint for other people to enjoy this, this area in, in the same way that we enjoyed the, the Bruce Peninsula.
0: Yeah, the, the goal is to kind of create a guidebook, if you will, that takes people into places that only locals would know about. So it's, it's sharing like the best of the best you know, it's very, it's easy, easy to go and say, okay, I'm just going to ride my bike around someplace, but we really wanted to take people to some of our favorite spots and, uh, and show the places that we love and the, you know, the steep climbs we found and the great little lakes and nice river cross.
1: Well, the steep climbs wouldn't be on my list. I'm, I'm, I th- I thought you meant like cafes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's also some good cafes and uh, you know, so, so and B and B's and, you know, Pretty much every uh, kilometer of it has memories for us. So uh, uh, you know we're sort of sharing our, our our past with
2: yeah. Where you can get gorgeous or artisanal cheese along the way, and the points of interest of of things to see are all mapped out. They're set out for people to plan their ride around.
1: That's something that I that I really appreciate and really love because when I I've only been gravel biking for a few. For a few years, it was a, it was a pandemic buy. I I love it, um, but one of the things is like accessibility, finding roots, finding all like like RideGravel.ca was one of my favorite. It's been one of my favorite resources. Gravel is a great resource, seeing other people's roots, but finding people who are trustworthy, who have done the roots, who know the roots. Who I think I think that is such a big part of accessibility when it comes to people being interested in it because it's so overwhelming because there's so many roads. You don't know where to go. It's, yeah, it can be wildly overwhelming. So thank you for doing your part and creating these routes, whether it's for the log driver's waltz or in general, just around Eastern Ontario.
0: Yeah, and if you're into, uh, as you are into gravel, we have a lot of shorter routes too.
1: I was just, yes, can, can you, what is the shortest log? Like, I'm serious. What's the shortest log driver's waltz Root? route? The
0: cafe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can
1: I do it in like one day? Because there what I can do in like a day. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot around 40 to 70 kilometers, actually. Perfect. If you look on our website, the Gatineau reels, there's we have a page for one to weekenders and day trips and weekenders. I think we call it. You know, so and those can be stitched together to make like a two day trip or a three day trip or or what have you. We have a lot a number that are in the 350 kilometer range, which is three day trip or a two-day trip, or for some people, a one-day trip, because some people like to ride through the night. There's a really nice one, actually, that you might like. Um, It's called Up and Over Erdley, and it's 142 kilometers, and it's got a ferry ride in it, and it goes through the Gatineau Park. As soon as we put up the log driver's waltz at 800k, we have a lot of friends who like to bike, but sort of said, well, A, you two are nuts, we know that, but also I'd like to do this, but I don't want to ride. I, I I can't, or I don't have the time, or I find 800 kilometers too intimidating. So we started to put out shorter routes so they'd be more accessible.
1: That's fantastic. And say you're not in Eastern Ontario. Say you're listening, and you're Vancouver or you're somewhere else in Canada or the U.S. Is there any other resources that you would direct people to to get into bike packing, or any other routes that you would recommend?
0: Sure. I mean, uh, bikepack.ca. So that's a camor based website. What they've done is, is assembled routes from all over. So that, that would be a good place to start. There, there are Facebook groups, I mean, BC Bike Packing. It's actually quite active. I, we belong to it. And uh, there's always people saying, hey, I want to go up the Cowichan Valley or something. I don't know. And somebody will suggest a route.
2: Roots are exploding. Matthew Cady, who made the Butter Tart 700, took on a massive project uh, this past year and and he has put together he's stitched together using a lot of existing bikepacking routes he's stitched together a massive um, route that goes across the country the the great northern
1: say say you're someone who enjoys cycling like me but finding you know all of that gear and everything is a little bit intimidating, a little bit daunting. How do you, how do you ease yourself into it? So it's not as overwhelming. Like where do you, where do you start? Oh,
2: that it's a really fun part of it. I think
1: <laughs> gear shopping is very fun. I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there's also an obsession with gear. You don't need much to get into it. I think that's, um, uh, you know, any, almost any bike will do. And, you know, uh, not bungee cords, but you know, good straps and some 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 dry bags and a and a rack, and you can you can head out right away. Almost, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, and and there are there, there are bike shops that uh, rent uh, fully equipped bike packing bikes, and you can borrow absolutely. We know that uh, you know we we lend stuff out to people, and and we know that there are all kinds of people that. Are, are into bike packing and are very happy to lend gear so you can
1: try it out. Something I love is a project you have. It's a hashtag also bikepacking for all, because all I want in this podcast is for people to enjoy the outdoors um, and do so at all levels. What does, what does that look like and how can people participate again? Because this can be something that might be intimidating. So how can people feel like a little bit more safe and more comfortable in this atmosphere?
0: Maybe I'll let you talk about being in invited to the...
1: Uh... Yeah, um, I, was,
2: I was invited to sit in on a women, trans and non-binary panel, a virtual panel that was hosted by a, a group of bikepackers in Britain. Through our, our Tour Divide experience, we met one of the organizers of a fantastic looking bikepacking event in the Yorkshire Dales called the Dales Divide. And organizers of that want to see more women riding the, the Dales Divide. They want to see more women uh, on the line. And this this group of women put this this. A panel discussion together of, of women that had ridden the dales divide to share experience of their riding in order to break down the barriers to 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 getting into it and i thoroughly enjoyed the experience of of uh, this panel and uh we copied it
0: we replicated we, <laughs> we
2: copied the, the the structure of it and we hosted we actually hosted two panels with the idea of promoting bikepacking for all we hosted a panel for women trans and and non-binary riders and then an open panel and we've tried to build from there to do other other things that uh, can equip people with the knowledge and the confidence to go out and build their own adventures and it's been one thing to the next, where we hosted a couple of mechanics workshops. We had a couple of really fun spring rallies where we invited people to go bike packing and camp together on a Friday night in May, and then uh, camp together again on the Saturday. So we we rode between Ottawa and uh, Packinham, and then back to Ottawa on Sunday, and. So it's events that bring build community and really give people experience with with bike packing in a way that will hopefully build a broader participation.
1: Oh, sounds amazing! (laughs) Sounds so good.
0: One of the things that we did with the rallies uh, is that we earmarked, if you will, um, half of the spaces for women, trans, and non-binary, so that we were. That it was it was very much as as inclusive. We actually said underrepresented groups. I mean, traditionally underrepresented groups. So that that was um, that was a big thing in that. And and again with the mechanics uh, uh, sessions, Gem, Jen and Emily, that uh, Emily Lafleche, who you know, ran one for that was specifically women, trans, and non-binary as well. And also along with Dominique, right? Dominique. Was, yeah, Dominique was there. And then, we, of course, we have these open sessions, which I mean, a lot of people just come re come back. Many people that attended both sessions. But the, the point being that we want it to be accessible. There, there's two sides of bike packing. There's like the real, I'd say, the the people that are you know wanting to race from Banff to New Mexico, or they want to race. And I'm putting it in quotes, but they want to go as fast as they can, and they're very driven. And then there's people that are just you know, learning or really actually prefer to uh, to go at a slower pace and swim in every lake and, uh, you know, stop and sample all the gourmet food and...
2: Riding from pub to pub.
0: (laughs) Right. We knew people who did that too. So, but I mean, the all means, it does mean both ends of the spectrum. So, so we're, it's it's not like bikepacking for all is not just like a group within the all, it's all. (laughs) So...
2: (laughs) There's also the financial side of things where if we we don't want to see bike packing being something that is is inaccessible uh, financially. It really it, it really can be get yourself a bike and you can very simply very inexpensively tie your stuff to your bike, <laughs> attach your stuff to your bike. Uh, to be able to 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 get out there and, and 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 bike pack and the log drivers waltz is there's there's no registration fee. It's an invitation for people to follow our route or use our route as a framework from which they can deviate and and create their own route, incorporating some of the log drivers waltz. But it's financially we We want to see bike packing for
1: all as well. Thank you for living that and thank you for giving a safe space for underrepresented groups and and being able to share that. So I think that is huge. and again, thank you for for doing that. How do people sign up for the log driver's waltz? You said there's no registration fee. Uh, a little bit more information like where can people go website
0: website is log word dot c a easy and <laughs> There's a there's a page. It says Grand Depart 2023. At the bottom of it is a Google form, and you you fill it in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Right now there are sixty three people who've said that they're going to come.
1: Wonderful. And again, what? Sorry. What is this for the Grand Depart? What's the shortest route?
0: There's a half. Uh, yeah. But but so there's a 350 kilometer route. Got it.
1: <laughs> I'm not there yet. Maybe the like. Maybe I'll will look at your website and do like the shorter, like nice day ones where I can swim in a lake and eat at a cafe. That sounds really nice. You could do one night.
2: Alex Garcia raised the point uh, on the weekend where he he and his wife rode rode one day. uh started the Grand Depart, rode one day, and I think went to a family cottage and then looped back on a different route. And so they made. They, they made their own little route.
0: Yeah, so we were actually talking about that, and and it is possible just to come and you know ride for a day, or I don't know. That's
1: maybe I'll ride a section with Emily. Maybe I'll see if she'll she'll let me let me.
0: And that's also a good thing, right? Is is to is to uh, is to find a friend or a mentor, or somebody who can. Uh, we learned and we continue to learn from all of our friends and people that we meet, um, because everybody has got little little ideas and things that you can incorporate into your own practice so it's a one of the things that we found about the bike packing community as it really is um probably one of the most supportive because there's not really a competition or even if there is a competition it's it's just so much that everybody just shares they just tell like this is how i do it because really that's that's not going to change anything really there's no prizes there's no yeah it, it, <laughs> it,
2: like... the competition that there is 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 all very friendly competition because there are no, there, there are no medals. There's no fanfare. You very, very often, you, you end your ride, finish your ride, and there's nobody around. Uh, Like (laughs) it's
0: the the other thing too, is that it's uh it is, you know, solo self-supported. So you're, you're entirely, it's entirely on your own choice and you're, You know, you're totally responsible for your own safety and your own decisions and that sort of thing. So, uh,
2: but it doesn't have to be solo. No, no, it's true. The the, um, you you pick the kind of competition that you want if you want competition. So there, you can you can. There's pairs. There's tandems. There's (laughs) single speed. There's doing it for you know taking taking
1: absolutely as much time as you
2: want. Everything everything's possible.
1: That's what I love about this, and that's why I'm so glad that, that we connected today. Jen and Eric, LogDriversWaltz.ca, coming up July 29th. I, I'm going to have to bug Emily a little bit more about uh, about getting out, and maybe I can ride with you someday. That'd be, that'd be super fun. That'd be super cool. Thanks for listening. For more Let's Take This Outside, go to
0: letstakethisoutside.ca. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best
2: practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.
0: Produced and distributed by the SoundOff Media Company.